0: Ooh, what's good Wizards fans It's your host the real Ed Oliver and Brandon Scott the Washington Wizards win two games in a row man feels weird feels good let's get to it
1: you are locked on Wizards your daily Washington Wizards podcast part of the locked on podcast network your
0: team every day I just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you guys get podcasts. Today's episode episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $200 of bonus bets if your best bet of $5 or more wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. The Washington Wizards win two games in a row with Coach Chief Keith. The Wizards win 118 to 113. We have not seen the Wizards win two games in a long two games in a <laughs> row in a long yeah. time. So, Brandon, uh, what were your thoughts on this win, and, and what what did the Wizards do down the stretch to get this W?
1: I mean, it's crazy how minor moves can make major progress, right? I mean, if you look at the the trade for Marvin Bagley and Isaiah Livers, I mean, rebounding has been a lot better with Bagley um, with him and Gafford as a, that front court um, tandem. And with the subsequent, pro, I guess they call it promotion of West SL Junior to the front office, and Brian Keith being the coach, you see renewed energy. Man, this was a really, really good team victory. They played well as a team. Um, past performances, man, uh, I hate to say this, but uh, you know, under West SL Junior, man, you always worry about those leads. Can we hold those leads going into the fourth quarter? Um, can we fight back? And we were down. I mean, it got to a point where we it felt like we couldn't get any closer than six points. You know, they had a lead for the most part, but we fought. And we fought hard, man. Um, and it all starts with the boards, man. The boards. We, the battle of the boards is where we won this game. Uh, we out-rebounded them 53 to 45, 14 offensive rebounds, which led to 66 points in the paint and 18 second-chance points. So I'm going to start with my guy, man, uh, my man, the landlord, Daniel Gafford. This was by far his best performance of the year. I mean, eight offensive rebounds, he very, very, very active. Uh, 16 points, 13 rebounds, one block, uh, two steals, very, very active, man. I felt like at times, now, Wimby is a hard cover. Um, and he still had 22 points, 11 rebounds, but 9 for 19 for shooting. So I, I feel like at times, Gaff really played him well. I mean, he played, so to me, this is his best game by far this year. Um, looking at the rest of the uh, starting five, Ty is going against his brother, man, 15 points, nine assists. Now, 7 for 16, you know, he definitely got those shot attempts up, man, but um, I definitely like what I see from Ty Jones, man. You know, 15 points I'll take, but his assist numbers have been money. And, you know, to a potential trade, that, that is just money for his trade value. So he's been playing really good basketball, um, setting the team up, finding open shooters. Uh, Jordan Poole, 13 points, 6 for 13, so the efficiency was there. Uh, definitely got to work on the turnovers, but I'm not going to dampen the mood. Jordan Poole played a very, very decent game. Denny Avia, 9 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. Very, very active. Um, I mean, if you look at the, um, he was very, very, I mean, he contributed. You know, 9 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. So he was definitely very, very active. And Kyle Kuzma, 18 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. So, again, he was very active. Now, his shot just went dropping. 7 to 18, you know, he definitely struggled with the shot. over 4 from 3. But the starting five was very active on the, on the defensive and offensive end. Very, very active. Um, Looking at the bench, two names to really look at. And um, before we get to them, Kispert, 19 minutes, eight points. Um, He had his moments. And Shamit, uh, 10 points, six points. Or uh, 10 minutes, I mean. And six points and shooting two for four from the field. So, uh, underwhelming. But Bagley and Bilal Kulabali, man. I mean, this bench looked good. 15 points by Bagley, five for six from the field. Including five for six from free throw. I'm just trying to tell you, man. Ever since we said something about free throws, he, he's been working on those free throws, man. So right. um, looking at Bilal, those two three-point shots, man, ice cold, man. I mean, he, you know, he's I mean, tonight he had some ice cold water in his veins, man. I mean, he took the shot. He looked you know, the confidence is there. And that's what we've been saying the whole time as far as Bilal and Denny and you know, these young guys, man, is that confidence is always a big issue. A big key with young players, and when the confidence is high for both of those guys, especially Bilal, man, he can play. I mean, the offensive side, he's not starting at zero. You know, obviously, he has to fine tune his offensive side. Definitely working some things, but I like what I see from Blau. So overall, this is a beautiful team victory. I mean, they play as a team now. I get it. Uh, we, we said this last time e against the Pistons. I get it. It is the San Antonio Spurs, but a little bit of get back. I mean, they got that that winnable game in D.C. They kind of snuck a win on us, man. So we got to get back on the road against. The San Antonio Spurs, and you know, we'll see. Um, two in a row now the, now. the schedule does get a little harder, uh, going into February, man. But we'll take this, man. Um, this is a much needed win, two straight victories. Yeah, they're against lottery teams, but who cares, man? I mean, we'll take the dubs. So, you know, overall, man, beautiful team victory. You know, it, it's really refreshing to see how good they are when they play as a team. And tonight, they played as a team and they look good.
0: Hundred percent. I mean, wow! They they out rebounded a team two games in <laughs> a row, and guess what? They win yeah. both games. Yeah. The addition of Bagley has been huge. He didn't rebound a lot t- tonight, but still, just his presence being there. Uh, Gaffer with a double double. Him just getting turned up, yelling yeah. off the offense, rebounding, yelling in people's face. I, I love it. I love the energy. Kuzma tipped it to him. We even got Jordan Poole getting a steal and playing some defense. So Chief Keith, I mean Coach Chief Keefe <laughs> these guys playing with high energy, man. And, and, and Will Dawkins said they just needed a different voice in there. Yes, I get it. It's the Pistons and the Spurs. Yeah. But the Pistons did just beat the Thunder, a darn good team. And the Pistons are talented, too. You know, you got the Spurs, who they just lost to last week. And we were down. The Wizards were down by 14 points. We're we're, we're so used to being up by 14, 15 points yeah. with West and losing the game. And they actually were down and made adjustments and came out and found a way to win. Uh, Tyus Jones was huge, like you said. Finding guys, getting a bunch of assists, um, just being a floor general out there, man. And that's what we need from a point guard from a point guard. And he's actually, you know, a guy where we have to trade him. But you know, if we were a competitive team, I would definitely love to keep Tyus yeah. Jones on his roster because he's a legitimate professional. You know, he does he does the little things the right way. Is he uh, a superstar point guard or explosive? No, he's not, but he gets the job done. He does what he's supposed to do, he gets guys yeah. open and he hits big shots down the stretch, man. Whether he's hitting that floater hitting the three mid-range, like, he he's he's a very good player, and I think he's definitely going to help a, a team. And, you know, we talk about him possibly getting us a first-round pick. I think you could get something similar to that. If not a first-round pick, then you definitely get a good player in a second-round pick. But, you know, I won't talk too much about the trade for him right now. Just enjoy the win. Um, 66 points in the paint, you brought that up too. I mean, we dominated in the paint, especially against uh, Wimby. Wimby had an offensive rebound. Towards the end of the game, but you know, I think they should have called off as a offensive foul yeah, on Wimby yeah. going over Bilal's back like that, yeah. but they didn't. It is what it is on that, so we made up for that and, and then uh, made sure we got our, our re- a couple offensive boards on our end. Uh, the next play, but uh, Tyus hit a big shot, Jordan Poole hit a big shot to tie it up. We got that steal, Bilal hit a big three, he made a nice layup as well, so Bilal contributed. In different ways, he had a he had a better shooting night. It looks like he plays a lot better when he plays against his former teammate in uh, in Wimby. And uh, Kuz, you brought up, too, that he didn't shoot the ball well. He, have, he had eight points in the fourth quarter, so he shot a lot better in the fourth. But even though he didn't shoot the ball well, he went out there and rebounded 18 points, oh, yeah. 11 boards, five assists. So guys, guys are stepping up. Even if they're not having good shooting nights, they're doing other things. Uh, Bagley with 15, Blau with 13, uh, Corey with eight yeah uh, he hit 2 3 so he contributed out there too so um just the adjustments and the feel. And, and in the field and Tyus Jones said it in the post game press conference too just Brian Keith trusting in him just yeah. having that feel of the game you know so it's a reason why these guys are saying it, saying that you know and just feeling those adjustments that they're getting already within uh 3 games from uh, uh interim head coach uh, uh <coughs> excuse me uh, Brian Keith so um good team win Rebound the ball, scoring, scoring in the paint. Uh, guys contributing. Jordan Poole starting to show effort on the defensive end here. So yeah. we're getting some different things from uh, under Chief, under uh, Brian Keith already. So it's good to see. And I'll, I'll take the W any way we can.
1: Oh, absolutely. I'll take the W, man. I don't care who is against. I mean, we said the last episode, man, anybody can beat anybody in this league, man. I mean, the Pistons just beat <laughs> who? The Thunders. So, I mean, yeah. anybody can win any given night. I mean, it's a professional league. These are the best basketball players on the planet. So anybody can win any given night. So we'll definitely take back-to-back victories. Like I said, uh, the, vi- um, the schedule does get harder. But, you know, like I said, I'm not going to harp on that. You know, this is a really, really good team victory as far as confidence. This, you know, a lot of guys getting confidence. A uh, few things kind of look at, man. Yo, that block on Sohan. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Gaff swatted that thing, man. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, man and then that put back Dunkey It's just you saw you see a lot of energy you saw a lot of energy tonight this you know these guys have a renewed energy and it's good to see um you know what I said we've already you know I'm not i hate to beat a you know dead horse, man but you know change was needed and it shows because the energy is definitely at an all-time high this year with the players man uh coos man you see the leadership you know he's definitely talking to guys you know guys and also I mean Brian keith not stoic, man. I mean, he definitely is yelling out there. He's directing people. He's running play. I mean, you see just a big difference. So, um, yeah, before we move on, man, I mean, I, I love what I saw tonight. When they play as a team, this is a better-to-watch team. I mean, they're, they're fun to watch when they play as a team. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll definitely take the victory. But looking forward, you know, they're definitely going to test. Um, we're definitely going to get tested going forward, man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they didn't turn the ball over at all in the last yeah. four minutes of the game. Uh, Gafford and Bagley they, they combined for uh, Gafford. I want to say he had a career high in, yeah. uh, with eight offensive rebounds, which is huge for Gaff. Uh, you know, we give Gaff a hard time sometimes, everybody does, but uh, he, he really stepped up. So, yeah, Gafford and Bagley they combined for 31 points and 17 boards and 11 for 14 from the field. Bilal had a team best of plus 13, so different guys stepped up tonight. It was a team effort for sure. So, uh, we're gonna get to a quick word from quiz today's episode is brought to you by quiz today we're gonna have some fun and test your team our team's knowledge here so uh i'm gonna ask you guys a question what was the last time the wizards before last year when was the last time they won in san antonio um you guys can put that in the chat real quick what year i'll give you guys about 10 seconds here real quick and uh, i'll go back to see if you guys got that in there uh, but quiz with three eyes i's, is the next generation trivia experience. It's also the world's first platform where you can earn money playing knowledge games. And for locked on Wizards fans, they've created an NBA quiz game where you can test your knowledge and win real cash. Play with friends or other fans and let your knowledge shine all the way to the bank. You can play without downloading anything. Just go to the go to app quiz.com. It's q-u-i-i-i-z.com and start playing today. NBA quiz is the ultimate knowledge challenge for fans that live and breathe basketball. Go to app appapp.quiz.com to test your knowledge and win cash today. That's quiz with three eyes. just like a three-pointer. Play now, showcase your skills, and take home cash prizes. App.quiz.com where fans become champions. So let me look at the chat here and see if anybody commented the year that the Wizards won. Um, before last year and it was the last time they won in san antonio before last year so nobody put the answer in there but i'll just give it out to you guys because i i feel I'm, I'm i'm feeling generous after the win <laughs> so, uh 1999 so we're gonna party like it's 1999. good yeah, yeah good job really? adrian wilson whoa <laughs>
1: shouldn't even said that
0: <laughs> oh <Yeah>. my lord <laughs> good job adrian adrian wilson 1999 so we're gonna party like it's 1999 tonight for sure, we gotta we gotta cherish the, the win streak, and uh this is the <laughs> first two-game win streak for the Wizards this season as well. Wow, so,
1: so yeah, man, I mean that's that's a heck of a statistic. So mm-hmm. <laughs> 1999. Oh man, so um moving on, man. Um reports Quentin uh Grimes is definitely a target for the Washington Wizards. So uh we're gonna talk about that and Look at a trade sending, <laughs> Unfortunately, Daniel Gavin, to the next time, so we're going to discuss that and then get into comments. So, uh, looking at Twitter, um, there's been reports that multiple teams are interested in Quentin Grimes. Now, we are definitely one of them, and I'm gonna pull up the other teams real quick because he's uh, I don't know if you see it, e, um, but. Mm. We are definitely one of those teams. So this uh, this came from – there's a report that says that Grimes said late Thursday that he's aware of the trade talk, but it does impact his approach to the game. The Hawks, Wizards, and Jazz are among the teams that are interested in Grimes. Now, this comes in the cuffs of the Wizards and – or the Knicks, rather, have an interest in the Washington Wizards center Daniel Gafford. One popular trade has been on Twitter today E was – Daniel Gafford being sent to the Knicks for Quentin Grimes, Fournier, and a first-round pick. So, um, do you h- how much smoke do you think is to this report of Quentin Grimes being on the Wizards' radar? And if that was a if that was a trade that was presented to you, would you roll with it? He,
0: um, the first-round pick Evan Fournier and uh, Quentin Grimes is included as well. Yes, sir. Yeah. So that um, yeah, I think you had to take it because you get that first-round pick back that, you know, we we traded away that has so many protections on it. So we would get it back from the Knicks. And um, Fournier, of course, you just take on the contract. just two years left, and then you get a, a solid player in Quentin Grimes. So that would be a win for the Wizards. Um, if Gaffer plays like this every night, I would hate to see him go. But, you know, they they do need to accumulate assets and, and first-round picks for sure. But I don't think – personally, I don't think the Knicks do that. I don't think they give up Grimes, who's a young, really, really good three-point shooter. Fournier, they they don't really they couldn't care less about Fournier. They've been trying to get rid of him for like the last two to three years. Yeah, and that first round pick, I don't think they give it up. But the Knicks are desperate. I'll say that. I'm not gonna say that they kind of are because Julius Randle right now he's out for a couple weeks with a yeah. shoulder injury. Yeah. Uh, Hardenstein has an Achilles injury. Mitchell Robinson most likely won't be back uh, this season. To be honest, I, I, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but you know most likely he won't be back. We'll see. Maybe back for the playoffs. So they need a big man um you know Thibodeau he runs his players into the ground he gives their guys <laughs> yeah. a lot of minutes so Gaffer would be playing probably a little bit more than what he's playing Gaffer's playing around 30 minutes so he'd probably get around 35 minutes with the Knicks they certainly would utilize him and uh Thibodeau I think Thibodeau would definitely definitely expect a lot of toughness yeah. uh at a Gaffer too so he would have to play every night like he like he did tonight so Personally, I, I think the Wizards would take it, but I, I just don't think the Knicks do. I don't think they include the first a uh, first Grimes and Evan Fournier. The money would would work out because you know we have the um, traded player exceptions. Yeah, so it it, it definitely could. It, it is real. It, it could happen. I don't personally. I don't think it would happen, but I think it's something the Wizards definitely pick up the phone and and, and take that because they to, they would they would get that first round pick.
1: Oh, I mean, looking at Grimes and. 28 and a first round pick y'all they, You definitely got to take that man but you know gaffer is just is a curious case man because the the front court tandem in him and marvin bagley i do like and, it's, do and like. it's
0: a 20 i'm sorry it's just a 2024 first round pick oh. not a 2040 not a 2040 shugs yeah <laughs> but i mean like i say man um Big fan
1: of this front court tandem of Gafford and back. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I mean, if you look at Gafford's contract, it's very team friendly, so I wouldn't be upset. I like Gaff. That's my guy. Um, if he stayed, but if you're able to get a first round pick, you gotta make that move, man. I mean, <laughs> you gotta make that move because I mean, it's been handed down by ownership that they want picks. You know, presumably to uh, 2025 and and later because they're not very high on next year's or this draft coming up, but. Yeah, you take that. You take that move, man. I mean, if you get a first round pick and a young guy, I mean, I'm with you. E, I don't see them giving a young guy out like Rhymes. Who, man, he's a very intriguing prospect and a first round pick. Now, I think he will be an inspiring a young player or a pick. I, that's a l- little much because here's the thing, man. Um, most teams that have been rumored to be interested in Gaff is in a backup capacity. Now, if you're looking at the Knicks, obviously he he could definitely. Come right in and start for the Knicks because you know signs injured. Um, Mitch Robinson, the report's been all over the place. You know, some people saying he's down for the year, some people saying he may he may come back later in the season. We'll see. Um, but they're definitely trying to make a playoff push. So right now, I could definitely see them moving a young player like Grimes because he's not getting too much love in the rotation and they're trying to make a push for the playoffs. I mean, because they're trying to make moves, you know, this year and next. They're trying to um really turn into a competitive team in New York. So I can see them making that move, but We'll see. Uh, I think that definitely would be a big win for the Wizards, but um, I think there's a little too much for Gaff. I mean, I think they're mm-hmm. either going to get a young player and, and or a pick. And, you know, 48, I mean, that's not a bad contract. It's kind of like B- Bagley's where he's a free agent after next year. So it's not a long-term commitment. So I will definitely take that on. I mean, we're going to be a rebuilding team anyway, so we'll see. I um, mean, he's a vet, so we could definitely, you know, kind of check that box. You know, if we get rid of Kuz, which is our leader, you know, he have a guy who has who's a vet in the league, so you still got a veteran in the locker room. So, yeah, I would definitely take that trade in a heartbeat. But that's the thing, like you said, man. Um, it, for a first, yeah. But I've kind of grown with Bagley and Gaff, man. I don't know about you, but that front court tandem, man. I mean, they they fit. They really mm-hmm. do. I mean, the rebounding <laughs> has been a lot better. Um, Gaff, man. I don't know if he's feeling pressured like he's a competition for the starting job, but he's he's got some <laughs> energy, man. I mean, he's out there. He is he is playing hard, man. So I love what I see from Gaff. Um, like I said, I wouldn't be too disappointed if he stayed. Like I said, big fan of Gaff. That's my guy. But if you're able to get a first, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that's a no-brainer in my opinion. But, yeah, I'm mean, intrigued. Long term, I am a little bit intrigued. At least um, the end of this year and next year, I'm intrigued to see what him and Bagley can do as a front court tandem, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, man.
0: Yeah, I think Bagley's making him better. Bagley's pushing him. I think Bagley's effort and energy and rebound is contagious. Kuzma's rebounding more. And Gaff, you know, he doesn't want to lose that starting spot. I just see some of the comments saying that Gaff, yeah. here's the footsteps of Bagley. And um, he's playing better. And uh, teams are seeing that, you know. So I think, I don't know if we'll get a first for him. But, you know, I think a lot of teams are, are definitely looking for, like the, the Knicks, I feel like they definitely, definitely want him because they don't have any bigs really at all. And uh, the Rockets, they want a backup for Sangoon. And I think he would be a really, really good backup for yeah. Sangoon. So I, I hate to see Gaffer leave. I, I like him as a person. I think he's a, I think he's a darn good player. I really do. I think he's one of the. Yeah. He would he he would be one of the best backup bigs in the league if he played for the Rockets behind Sangoon. And then the Knicks, when Mitchell Robinson can, comes back, he would be a backup to Mitchell Robinson. Which I don't think they're they're kind of even to me. I think Mitchell Robinson is slightly yeah. better. If that yeah. really not much better. So. um but, yeah, I, I, I think Gaffer would be really, really good with the Knicks, with Jalen Brunson, too. I think Brunson would make him better, too. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, I I like him here. I would love for him to stay, but we get it as a business. And in the front office, they want to get more first-round picks. They uh, There's a report that ownership has a mandate for them to get picks.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like I said, it's –
0: oh, yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's just one of those things. I'm 50-50. Like I said, I wouldn't mind him staying here. You know, it's an affordable contract. He's not going to break the bank. Um, but if you're able to get assets back, because I know right now they need picks, man. They need young guys. So, yeah, gas my guy, man. But if you, if you find an attractable trade, make that move, man. But, you know, I think either way we can definitely benefit. So um, we're going to get into comments. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. So we are right into 2024. So you might want to make some changes, right, whether it's spiritually, mentally, or even physically. but one of you know as far as mentally you know definitely figuring out the mental capacity of what's going on man is very very important and i got i got really the key for that that is better help um if you think about starting the therapy give better help a try it's entirely online designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge which is big so Celebrate the progress you've already made just by considering BetterHelp. So all you got to do is visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA. Tonight's episode is also brought to you by FanDuel. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because if you're like me, Super Sunday is all about scoring the best seat on the couch. Grabbing your favorite football snacks and Placing some super bets, I'm trying to tell you guys. So definitely comment below who you guys taking, Kansas City or San Francisco. So definitely let us know which who you guys are taking for the Super Bowl. But FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a dub or two or three. Right, not only can you bet on who can win the Super Bowl 58, but FanDuel also has bets for which players to score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. So new customers join today and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5. Or more wins. Just visit fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's fanDuel.com slash locked on. Making every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the National Football League. So we have a lot of comments tonight. Uh, we're gonna try our best to read some. I mean, obviously, we're not gonna be able to get to all of them, man. But um,
0: let's get into E. Yeah, one thing. So um Ava Wallace asked uh Kyle Kuzma about uh head coach chief keith. And Kyle Kuzma said that uh, his attention to detail is insane. All the lo- little things matter. He said that they had a practice solely focused on me- mental discipline. So, uh, Coach Chief keeps switching things up and just had a practice focusing on mental discipline, and, and that's huge, man. That's different. You don't hear a lot of yeah. coaches doing that, you know. And I think that's a big part of. Um, <laughs> I think that's a big part of them focusing and locking in and just getting that yeah. feel and you know coming back from being down 14 just having that mental discipline that's what yeah. you need down the stretch too and kuzma needs it too because a lot of the shots that he takes down the stretch is not a lot of mental discipline so i think that's huge for him as well jordan pool too he needs that mental discipline this is something yeah. that they should have done a long time ago and you can see the guys are a little bit more focused now and more locked in uh, for sure so imagine if they would have started doing this they should have been doing this earlier so you know all the just getting all the stuff out of their system with Jordan pulled throwing the ball at the backboard. He's more locked in, getting steals, <laughs> and uh, you know Kuzma fighting hard on the board. So, I love it from Coach Chief Keith.
1: I mean, look, there's something to that, man. I don't know, how, um, all your old heads out there, man. But look, Phil Jackson used to introduce Zen Buddhism to the Chicago Bulls. they, yep. they were doing yoga. You, you know, the um, he was very, very into spiritual stuff, man. Um, clearing the mind. Cause wherever the mind goes, the body follows. So, I definitely can yeah. dig that. Man, I ain't trying to get deep tonight, but
0: uh. <laughs> and, uh, definitely, definitely, man. You already let them know better help, man. So, keep it going. Better help, man. Look, <laughs> so, oh, I know.
1: Look at that. Uh, shout out to Sug, this man. One, so, uh, hey, Ed hasn't caught all episode. I'm proud of the young lad.
0: <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right? It's because of the winning streak. That's why it's because well, of the winning there streak. There you go. <laughs> Finally well, got it out of my system. Oh, I know, right? Uh, the sign says, "Chief Keith,
1: look at how our guys try and put in effort with him compared to West." I mean, yeah, I mean, you see a difference, e. You really do. Like, the, the, this renewed energy with these, with these players, to responding to the coaching change, and we we said it, you know, how long was the leash going to be for West Sale Junior? You know, we, you know we both were kind of puzzled when they enacted that fourth year option. And it just shows that they they needed a, another voice. They needed desperately needed to change at, co- at coach. Man, so Ryan Keith, man, he's been good for this team. He really has. Mm-hmm. So,
0: yeah, he he has he has. Um, they have been putting in a lot of effort. I, I do think the addition of Bagley a certain help help with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, dang it! Almost made it the whole way through. But um, <laughs> just having another big man that can rebound the ball and you know getting the ball in Tyus' hands. You know, instead of seeing. You know I love coups. Kuz. Kuz can take over the games too, but you just need a point guard that you know can distribute the ball and get guys in the right spots. So and I think that was huge from Tyus tonight, uh, for sure. So I think that was a big move by by Brian Keefe to get the ball in Tyus' hands and just let him take over.
1: Yeah, man, Ty has been playing good basketball, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, e, you, you hit the nail on the head. If he was not going to get traded, and if this was not a rebuilding team, I would love him to be our point guard because he fits the role. I mean, he's that floor general. He's looking to distribute first. I mean, he's got that floater down to a key, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean every game, man, he's hitting the floater. So, yeah, if, if we were looking for that point guard to lead a team to the playoffs, I would love him to be our point guard, to be honest with you, man. He's, he's played good basketball. Um, 757 seven five seven five says, I think I'm done with Jordan Poole experiment, mm-hmm. but great win. <laughs> Gaffer Blount and Bagley showed out. Um, You know, Jordan Poole, here's the thing. I mean, he's young, man. Um, Yeah, I get it. I, I, I do get that, you know, the immaturity, the issues he had early in the year. He does look more locked in. But I, I do believe that he needs to find who he is in D.C. You know, y'all, I, I think that after the deadline, when you see a lot more responsibility, we'll see what we have in Jordan Poole. I mean, right now he has no value. Right now nobody's beating down the door to, to trade for him. So it behooves us. It behooves him. That if he is a long-term piece, we gotta get him right, get him coached up, see what we have, and go from there. If he's not, just for the sake of trade value, we gotta boost that value up. So um, yeah, I mean, he's still young. He is not even close to being in his prime. So I think that you know, you got I, I get it, it's frustrating, but you kind of have to take the wait and see approach with Jordan Poole because he's still acclimating, man. And you came from a championship team in Golden State to a young <laughs> rebuilding team that has just got win number nine. <laughs> so, I think you know what I mean. So that that's a big culture change, man. So we'll see. You know, we'll definitely see how he run. You know, plays after the deadline, and hopefully he comes in the next year with you know renewed focus. But he's young, so and don't forget he can definitely play some ball. So I, you know, we'll see if we can work with him. But he's got the talent. He definitely has the talent. If he if we can help him figure it out, I still believe he can be a diamond in the roughy.
0: Yeah, I mean the talent's there. He's a legitimate scorer. Uh, he's a really good ISO scorer, one on one guy. Yeah. Side selection is questionable. Defense, of course, is not, you know, his forte or his calling card. but you know, you yeah. do want to see the effort there. And you you did see a steal against Shetty, o, Shetty Osman. That was a big play down the stretch. Shetty Osman, he he was he was cooking. You know, he had twenty points, he came off the bench, hit four threes. He he definitely was scoring pretty easily. And uh it was good to see Jordan Poole, you know provide some type of toughness on the defensive yeah. side of the ball. So, you know, you're seeing a little bit of improvement there. It could be um, Keith, Coach Keith, you know, coach him up to put, be a better defender. Yeah, That could be it. But, um, yeah, we know he's a talented player. Right now, like you said, his trade value right now, he doesn't have much at all. I don't think anybody really is. As we haven't – out of all the reports, we haven't seen not one team. Man. We've seen teams ask for Gaff, Tyus. um, Denny. Of course, Kuz, Denny. Yeah. Um, everybody really, but Jordan Poole. We haven't. I don't. I don't think I've seen nah. any report from anybody saying nope. that they are interested in Jordan Poole at this point. But uh, like I said, I'm, I'm a Jordan Poole fan. I love his game. I love yeah. what he's done with. I love what he did with the Warriors when they won that championship. Just right here, it's been a. Uh, it's been a roller coaster ride for sure. It's been a roller coaster ride.
1: Absolutely, man. But keep. You know, hey. Definitely keep the faith, man, because he—he's a young guy, man. He—he's and in my opinion, he's already shown that he can play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to fine tune all the other areas of his game, so he'll be
0: all right. Um, right. Yeah, Smith, twenty nine, a lot of numbers in his name. He said, "Tyus is grown <laughs> on me." Yeah, he—he, he, yeah, I mean, he's—he's yeah, he's playing a really good ball. And you see, you know, he, he's a legitimate professional. He's always been a backup to jaw, and he's getting his opportunity to start and he's taking advantage of it, man. So I love what I see from him. Like I said, I w- I would love for him to stay. I really do. Yeah. I like him a lot. Uh, I really wish he was here last year with Porzingis, Kuz, and Bill. I think he would have been a better fit than what Monte was. Uh, I think he would have settled, helped settle Bill down a little yeah. bit, but it kind of is like it doesn't matter anymore. But uh, I like the way he plays basketball. He's a smart guy, doesn't turn the ball over much. And, yeah. um, floaters threes he knows what he's capable of he doesn't try to do too much so um i i'm a big fan of tyus jones game he's played really really well he's had a triple doubles year he's had a couple games with 10 assists so um yeah i think he's he's been a good player oh
1: absolutely if we were a team that was looking for a point guard to lead us to the playoffs it would be tyus jones i mean mm-hmm. he is the perfect floor general man it's like the, the equivalent of a quarterback who's just perfect for the system Mm-hmm. I mean, he just knows. You know what I mean. All the right reads. I mean, he's just—he's played good basketball. A uh, shout out to Shook Biz One Man, the yeah. comment of the night was born in '99. Man, I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, uh, DMV for life said best game for Gafford all year. We might get a first for him if we trade him, like reports are saying. A lot of teams want him. I mean, I—I I, I, I still don't see a first for Gaff man because. Right now, a lot of teams looking for him to be a backup, and I'm I'm not trading the first round pick for a backup. I mean, I'm just being 100. Now, yeah, I mean, considering they are make a playoff run and they really need help at center, maybe. I mean, how, how bad do they need to the help? I mean, right now the Knicks are looking to trying to make playoffs, So you could possibly see that from the Knicks, but I don't see that from any other team, but the Knicks, honestly, if, if that were to happen. And it will be similar to the deal we already talked about. But I mean, Gav, man, we've been—I've been tough on him. We've been tough on him. I mean, a lot of people have been tough on Gav. But that tandem, I'm saying right now, I, I like what I see with him and Bagley as a tandem in the front court, man. I mean, they work well, you know. So we'll see if he's—if he stays, I would definitely not be upset because I like mm-hmm. Gav. But I mean, if you're able to move him for a good return, I wouldn't be upset either, either, man. So the biggest thing is we have
0: options. So great. All right. Uh, I guess we'll do one more. You guys, <laughs> you guys are, uh, I'm tough my guy, man. man. <laughs> yeah, really are. Uh, <laughs> seven five seven finest. So yeah, you guys have some funny comments tonight <laughs> for sure. But um, I see a couple of Johnny Davis comments in here. You know, we won't talk about Johnny much tonight. Maybe another episode. Yeah but uh i guess what we want more and wrap it up was a late start 11 17 here on the east coast uh let's see here i guess I'll, I'll try to find a positive one i see a lot of jordan pool back and forth talking here a lot of guys arguing about jordan pool um bagley is yeah all right well yeah you we'll know we'll end on a good note here and not have the back and forth about jordan pool and whatnot uh Eddie says Bagley has also been a consistent player. Great to so, yeah, man. I love the Bagley trade to, yeah, to trade him to yeah. trade Mascala and Gallo and get back Bagley and uh livers and two second round picks. I mean, what a steal! I mean, yeah, he uh he, he he has definitely helped this front court or this you know, this front court because we had no presence to get any boards at all, and um, you know, centers wimby still had a good game because he's wimby but at least yeah. we're actually our rebounding teams that's something that we never we never did really at all um bagley gets here and we start to rebound and, and it's making gaffer better too because Gafford feels that pressure that he needs to play play harder and play better too
1: absolutely agree on all oh Denny he had
0: a chip too tonight too i forgot about that i did see the picture of that, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. so um, caught the elbow yeah definitely
1: Looking like monte last year man <laughs> <Yeah. I> mean- <laughs> I mean, he, he got hit hard, man. So, I mean, definitely shout out, man. He came back in. He had that uh, mouth guard. It looked like he was boxing. Mm-hmm. But, um,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody wants us to go. They want us to go an hour long tonight because it's a win. We don't get to feel this. You know, they want to <laughs> cherish it. They want to cherish know, right? the win because we don't get to do this much. It's like a celebration. It really is. It's like a party. I know? know. It's the only party in town
1: for a nine-win team, yeah, I man. <laughs> I
0: know. I know.
1: But, I mean, look, you know – I think the biggest thing is, that, you know, they look good when they play as a team. They mm-hmm. really do. I mean, they, they played as a team and they look good, man. And, you know, like I said, you know, beginning of the, uh, the broadcast, man, I mean, small moves can have major impact. Like, you know, you know, the Bagley trade wouldn't create no ripples. You know what I mean? But it was the perfect trade for us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, looking at Brian Keith, man, we'll see. They respond to him. So, I think the biggest thing, y'all. Oh, I know. Look, <laughs> I mean, the biggest thing to look at with Brian Keith now is like, all right, you know, we got a couple of good wins, man, but can we keep this thing going? You know, mm-hmm. and how's his impact when we go against contending teams and we getting smacked around a little bit? You know, that that that's kind of that's what I'm looking for. Um, is what is going to be the reaction when things are bad? Because you know, you know what I mean. Because right now we're at, we're, we're filling it. We have got a couple of good mm-hmm. wins, but I mean, look, the schedule coming up. you know, yeah, how do exactly. they react with Brian Keith when it comes to a lot of these? These contending teams, so um, and that'll really tell me where they're at with Brian Keith and what his impact is. But I mean, the way he's the impact that I see now, if you see improvement with the young guys, man, I have no problem with him staying around a little bit because he he obviously knows what he's talking about and what he's doing. And you've already seen changes with him just yelling and getting at people and then holding a standard. I mean, just, you
0: know, we'll see with Brian Keith, man.
1: We might already have our head coach of the future,
0: mm, yeah. No, I, I mean. I wouldn't be, I mean, we got to see, we got to let things play out, but yeah, I would not be upset if they promoted him to the the full-time head coach, especially if he keeps this up for sure. Now, I know we're not going to win a bunch of games because they still want to, of course, you know, be in the lottery. They still want to get a top three pick, of course, so we understand that, but uh, in the next couple games are tough. The Heat at home, they play the Clippers at home, the Heat at home, the Suns at home, Cavs at home, a lot of home games, but a lot of tough teams, a lot of teams who Suns are playing better. As of late, they're finally healthy. Um, the Heat are always going to be the Heat. Their culture. Cavs. They they beat us pretty bad the last time we played them. Then we go on the road against the Sixers, 76ers, and then we played the Mavericks. So yeah, it's the month of February is a is a challenging month for sure.
1: Absolutely. Um before we roll, man, Dustin Smith said he had a tear in his eye after this win. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I feel you though. I feel you. And hey, let me say this before we roll, man. Let me, let me put the, put the belt, belt up there too. We got Oh yeah, the put on. the
0: belt there. up, put the belt up. Yeah. I don't know like who see, gets the defensive belt. Oh
1: Shout man.
0: Out. <laughs> Shout
1: out. Yay, man. But let me say this, man, for the Jordan Poole and Denny Yavia super fans, man. Y'all need to chill out, man, cuz they don't even know who y'all are, man. Just chill out. <laughs> relax, <laughs> relax. Woosak, let's enjoy this winning night. So, um, they're like the Swifties. Oh, <laughs> it's not even <laughs> to start with that because I mean, you're gonna see plenty of uh, Taylor Swift, in the Super Bowl, man. Lord, yeah, there's a whole nother episode. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll go ahead and roll out. E, um, definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us. Um, on the East Coast, man, it's 1122, so we definitely appreciate you guys staying up late with us and celebrating these back to back doves, man. So, looking forward. So, we're gonna look at the schedule on uh, Wednesday night. Um, I'm having trouble pulling up the – what's the night? Is the next game – Clippers. They, Clippers, there we go. We are home against the Clips, man. So um, that's going to be on Wednesday night at 7. Uh, we will be taking the night off tomorrow, but we will be doing live recaps like we always do on Wednesday nights. So definitely rock with us. So, again, appreciate you guys. And hail to the Wizards. And peace. See you guys Wednesday night. Everybody have a good night.